Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, podcast listeners. Today's Monday. Monday's, you know, has a lot of meaning for lots of us. And most of the time, to me, it's just another day. I don't, I don't mind Mondays. I quite, I quite like them a lot of the time. But it seemed appropriate that... Uh, Last night, I often get great ideas when I'm lying in bed. I don't know about you. You know, when you're in that half awake stage, when your brain is just randomly wandering around, kind of dreamlike, but not quite in a dream. And I was reminded of something that's quite important as a a realisation. It's become quite important for me. And I realised that sometimes... And certainly when I was in the middle of the nightmare of what I've now described as menopause meltdown, was becoming immersed in doing things, in in thinking if I kept on doing things, that things would get better. So I would just do more of everything in the hope that doing more of something would produce a better outcome, which of course it doesn't actually, because you just end up in, as I describe it, meltdown or breakdown. And what came to mind was a little analogy that I think is quite helpful. I was thinking about how we, or rather I, and maybe you too, feel like I'm I'm beginning to take a role in some kind of tedious soap opera, you know, where it's always filled with negative drama. There's always got to be some kind of crisis happening and a kind of slight separation from reality like I've become so immersed in the drama of my life that I don't ever stop for a moment to actually observe it as as someone stands outside I go um I think you've been a bit overly dramatic here or maybe you should just pause for a moment and And that became quite important for me to suddenly see myself as playing this role in this life that didn't really feel like one I wanted to be in. And suddenly realising, and nobody else had cast me in it but me. And beginning to go, oh, just step away from the drama for a moment, Shirley. And I'm sat making it sound, as I often do, so trite and so simple, which it isn't, because when you're in the middle of it, it doesn't feel like you can control it, it feels utterly out of control and and you get immersed and driven, as I said earlier, to do more and more and more. And I can't stop, I can't stop because it's not working, I'm gonna do more, I'm gonna do more. If I stop, if I stop, it will just get worse because you think that inaction of some sort means, what? Means falling off a cliff, means suddenly ceasing to exist. And curiously, there is a part of our brain that actually tells us that, that we, there is a part of us that really thinks, not logically, 
But no, 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 you can't stop because if you stop, you really stop. You stop existing. And maybe you'll, you'll think, well, there, there isn't any point. And there were moments when I stopped in that way and I thought, okay, stop. And in some of those scary moments, I did question whether, whether there was any meaning, what was the point of anything at all? You know, the world, myself, my role in it. You've heard me tell my story before. I had moments where I was not only lost in terms of not knowing what I was doing or where I was going and kept trying to redefine myself in a myriad of ways, none of which felt comfortable, you know, like going through a wardrobe of clothes that just don't fit, none of them. They don't suit you, they don't fit, but you keep trying them on in the hope that something will eventually suit you and fit and feel comfortable and enjoyable to wear. But that wasn't happening. And and so it's scary because stopping is scary because there's nothing to consume your mind. Oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And even though we want that to stop, that total overload of confusion and overwhelm and exhaustion, low energy, all of those things, we want it to stop. But then at the same time, when if we do allow it to stop, we're scared of what happens when we stop. And so we carry on doing it because we can't face the silence. We can't face the not knowing what the answer is. So we carry on. No, I better get back on that on that hamster wheel, but get back in that rat race. And I think I did that repeatedly until eventually I I learned through a series of mechanisms. And one of the key ones I mentioned many times was meditation, which was not the total answer to everything, but it helped just gradually get me to a place where I was able to calm down and genuinely go, I'm not. I refuse to be in this soap opera drama anymore because it is a soap opera drama. It's not making things better. It's not helping. And frankly, I'm having no fun at all. I don't like the role I'm cast in. I'm stopping. And that was a pivotal moment of just going, do you know what, what happens when you let go? What happens when you let go? Really? Could this get worse? And sadly, it is the case, and many of my clients say this, that you... You almost have to get to that point, and I wish it wasn't true, but I'm one of them, where it's so bad that you feel like this, it couldn't be any worse. Even if I think that stopping is scary, it can't be worse than this. And that's where I was with it, of thinking, okay, I'm, I'm letting go. I'm, I'm a bit nervous because I have no idea what happens when you let go, when you stop. But hey, it can't be worse than this, which is where my life was. And so I stopped. Stopped trying everything. Stopped trying to be in denial about what mattered and what didn't matter. As in, stopped thinking, you know, it's okay to just go and do this little part-time job. Because that was just another form of denial. Oh, I just do this because that'll keep me busy. That'll, I'll just do this here. That's fine. I'm happy doing that. No. Stop doing everything. Stop everything and anything. And just pause. Go, all right, well, what, what is there? 
and it's tough to get there on your own. Even as I describe it, I'm, I know it doesn't mean it will land. But the thing is, as I often say, you can hear the same thing over and over and over and it won't land. And one day it does. So I'm sharing this episode because for some person out there, this could be that day, the day when it lands, when you suddenly go, oh, I get that. I get what that feels like, that just total letting go, surrendering. These words get used so often, often in a religious sense. Um, and maybe that's why, because, and I'm not religious in any sense, which does not mean I don't believe in anything beyond here. I'm not an atheist, but I just don't really believe in organised religions. Although there's stories that they share that are, that are within the, the kernel of all of them that are powerful. And that surrendering is, I mean, I can feel it as, as I even say it, it's like, oh, it's an exhalation. It's a, I don't have to figure this out anymore by myself. And that feels weird because, because uh, well, who's going to do it then? Who's going to do it? But it's as if it allows, if you allow that surrender long enough, it allows a part of you to surface, which is the part of you that is like the rescue. It's like you are the cavalry. <laughs> this is the, this sounds so, oh, hang on a minute, but I was doing all this stuff and that didn't work. But in doing all that stuff, you it's almost like you silence the part of you inside because what you're trying to do is stuff that you've learned maybe along the way, you know, through education and coaching and whatever, other people, oh, you've got to do this, you've got to do this, try this, try that, reading an article, watching a YouTube video, try this, try that. And you're not listening to yourself. You keep drowning out yourself with the noise of everything else and everybody else including me. You know, I'm just noise, <laughs> really. But I'm intending, I'm hoping that in some of the noise, it will help you find the place where you can listen to yourself. And that's always my intention, because I know if you can help people get to that point, then everything shifts, everything. And it doesn't happen necessarily all at once. It can happen in incremental shifts. And sometimes those are very gentle, you know, little tiny incremental shifts of surrender. And sometimes they're like huge drops, you know, like a lift shaft that suddenly it drops 10 floors and oh, and then it regains its balance and it starts moving slowly again. So it's different for all of us. But it is a place that surrender of letting go of the noise of what the world is doing of the the speed that the world appears to be going in and realizing that actually you don't have to go at that speed because nobody notices, nobody cares. It really doesn't matter. You can go at the pace you want to go when you let go and surrender and you realize that if you did nothing at all ever again, it wouldn't make any difference anywhere because the, the world keeps rotating keeps orbiting and being orbited. There was still birth and death. There is life and movement and love and war. And, and it happens because of us and despite us and with us or without us. 
so if you just pause for a moment and go, do you know what? It doesn't, nothing will change for, for me just stopping for a while. If I just stop for an hour or if I stop for a week or if I stop indefinitely, but that won't happen because what will happen is you will surface. The real you will surface. And you just got to allow space for that and, and give it room to be heard, to, to surface enough that you begin to not, oh, I've got to do it right, it's telling me to do this. Just, just softly allow it. As ever, and, you know, this is, this is a weird thing. So I've been very earnest in this episode and I have an issue. <laughs> I've got an issue, people. You're thinking, well, it's a change of time. Um, so, the, so the episode now, I want, if that if that was helpful, great, take it away. It may land, as I said, for some of you, and it may not land for others. You may think, oh, I don't know what she's talking about, it's utter rubbish. Uh, but the reason I'm now faffing around and continuing to talk, despite the fact that really I made the point I wanted to make, is I have a problem, a technical problem. <laughs> oh, I gotta tell you, gotta tell you what's going on here. <laughs> I may have mentioned this before, or I may not. I have a hookup. I've got this um, lovely little Microsoft Surface, which is it's very delightful. But because of my great age, it's too small. I can't be working with such a small screen. And so it's hooked up by my lovely partner's technological wizardry to a whole host of things. They're all plugged into each other. And it means I have a nice big screen, bigger rather, to look at instead of the one. So. I know it's working because I can see that the camera's on. Not that you can see me, uh, but the mic is in the camera. And so it's all happening, except I've now lost access to the screen because the connection between the surface and the screen is loose. And most of the time, it works fine. I have it wedged with a ruler. Some of you may think, what's a ruler? <laughs> Who, who uses a ruler? Well, I'm fortunate in that I have a ruler. And most of the time, it's totally fine. It's wedged. I know it's ridiculous. I mean, really, in this technological age, it's wedged with a ruler. Yes, indeed, it's wedged with a ruler. And it keeps the screen on and connects to the surface. So I'm seeing everything. So I need, obviously, to be able to end this episode. I've got to get access to the screen to be able to do that. And you may have heard a couple of little noises while I was recording the episode, the ruler slipped and I've been trying to hold it and push it back to make the connection good again. And I can't do it. So now I'm looking at a blank screen thinking, okay, so just bear with, bear with my dear listener, because I'm going to have to do this a different way. Well, that's me to put on my glasses. And um, okay, so there was a little window into my world of craziness. As ever, uh, if you found this remotely helpful, do share on your own social social channels. I believe that's what they call it these days, social. Not that I'm ever updating trendy these days. But um, yes, there's been a new paid little group that I'll be making more active as we go, go forward. And that's the Menopause Freedom Group. So do hop over there and join if that's your bag, I'd love you to engage because I will be very shortly announcing lots of live 
free training in that group. So get into that because you'll actually see the madness that is my little world on screen because some of that will be on camera rather than just audio. But don't stop listening to the podcast. I love that you're here and I love that you show up every day and uh, have a brilliant rest of day. And hopefully I'll have fixed this little technological hitch by tomorrow's episode. All right. Have a brilliant rest of the day. Take care. Bye.